Hello and welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 58 and it's been a while so I'm going to jump right into it. Um, and I think the last time I made a recording here um, was a couple months ago and the reason why is because I spent the month of July over in Ukraine. And yeah, it was like the first time traveling in about a year and a half since March of 2020 when I was over in Azerbaijan and I was in Dubai. And I remember I came home at the end of March when a couple of the last flights out of Dubai were scheduled to go. So anyways, yeah, so had to sit through all of 2020 and half of 2021 before I could use my passport and go overseas. So anyways, this podcast is going to be just an overview on what it was like to travel again in 2021 going over to Ukraine. Um, and so and one of the questions I get all the time is kind of like, why did I go? And the real reason was like always is I was just bored. It was just something to do to go overseas. And also, Ukraine is one of the most open countries in the world, or at least it was, and I think it still is. Um, I'm recording this in August of 2021. Um, but Ukraine was open in July, and everything was relatively normal. Um, and so I figured if I wanted to get away for a month and just kind of hang out somewhere, um, Ukraine was as good a place to any um, practice a little Russian and hang out with a bunch of good looking Ukrainian girls. So, um, it was kind of a no brainer, but anyway, so yeah, I went in, uh, I think July 2nd or July 3rd of this year. Um, and then I spent two days traveling and I got there, I went through Milan, Italy, and then went to, I guess, well, I get from Phoenix to New York, to New York, to Milan, to, um, Milan, to Kiev. And, um, yeah, so I got to Kiev for the second time in about three years, and it was pretty much the same. You know, there's a saying in travel that you really shouldn't go to the same place twice because, it, or if you liked it, um, if you go to the same place twice because, like, the only where, only place to go is, like, down, basically. You'll only be disappointed in your second time in a city if you liked it the first time. But um, that wasn't true for Kiev. Kiev was... Um, just as good as it was, if not better than the first time I went. Um, I went there, well, I landed there first and stayed there for about a week, maybe, maybe a little bit less than a week. Um, and I stayed at the Presidential Hotel, I think it was. The first time I was there, I stayed at the Hotel Krushatik, which was on the main street, Krushatik Street. And I kind of wish I would have stayed there again. That was a better hotel, better location and all that. If you do go to Kiev. Um, stay at the Hotel Krushatik. It's a small, very affordable uh, hotel right there on the main street, right across the street from Maidan Square for the most part. Um, but anyways, um, but I stayed at the Presidential Hotel, which is over by the mall. Uh, I think it's called Gulliver Mall, I think it is. And um, I wanted to be kind of close to the mall. I wanted to be kind of close to that kind of area where Every day, um, Ukrainians kind of hang out at and do their, you know, work and school and all that. But anyways, um, so that's where I stayed. Um, I was able to meet up with my friend Alexi, who I met um, a couple years ago when I was there the first time. Um, she took me out to a cool restaurant over kind of by Maidan Square. 
I'm in like the nice part of uh, Kiev, which is interesting because, you know, Ukraine has a reputation of having kind of not, not third world, not third world country, but I guess if you get out in the country, people are living, you know, pretty, uh, uh, you know, um, they say they live off of $200 a month, basically. Um, but in Kiev, you will see, you know, Ferraris and Rolls Royces and um, all types of um, indications of wealth in Kiev, which is the capital city. But um, it's kind of interesting how, you know, there's a reputation. That's one thing. But then you see all these all these places. That's I mean, all these things. And it's much different. But I've said it before in podcasts before, um, I don't ever really go out into the countryside to explore um, it, you know, so I stay in the major cities. So again, I, you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, so anyways, I spent a week in Kiev. Um, the thing that I did this time that was new that I didn't do last time, uh, was I went to the, uh, the new bridge that goes over, I guess, a Dnipir river, um, over by the friendship arch. I think that's new. It was built since the last time I was there. Um, it's like the glass bridge that goes over, um, over the river. Um, that's on my Instagram and my, uh, my Instagram is, uh, Darren, double D Darren 21, D D D E R R O N 21. Um, but I have the, the photos of that on there. Um, I might have them on Facebook also too. And then I will be putting them on my website, darrenstravels.com also. But anyways, um, that was kind of new that, or that was new. And then I went to, the um, museum, the World War II museum, that's kind of under the um, uh, the motherland statute st- uh, statue, and then I went to oh, I went went to the world's deepest um, metro station too. I think it's called Ar- Arasalnia, I think it's called, um, but it's uh, it's it's supposedly the deepest metro station in the world. And these escalators, there's like three sets of escalators that go down to the platforms, and it probably takes about 10 minutes total. Um, it's crazy. But anyway, so I did that. Then I took a train from Kiev to Kharkiv, Ukraine, which was in the east about six hours, about 20, uh, 20 miles away from the Russian border. And the reason why I went out there is because one is the second biggest city in, I mean, yeah, second biggest city in um, Ukraine with with a couple million people, um, but two, it also had kind of a reputation as a lot of Russian speakers in Ukraine, which you know the whole country for the most part, besides Lviv in the west, um, the whole country speaks Russian, even though it's Ukraine, um, and also I think the, but but well anyway, so when I got to Kharkiv, uh, yes, people did speak Russian, however. The official language is still Ukrainian, so I would say 90% of the stations on TV were Ukrainian, um, and then what is in the, written in all the official documents, government documents, I think most writing too was in Ukrainian also. So it's kind of confusing when it comes to the language, because Ukrainian and um, Russian, although they're kind of similar, um, they're they're different, and and again, if you know Russian, does not mean you know Ukrainian. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, so I hung out there for about two weeks in Kharkiv. Very cool, um, kind of low key city. Um, big enough though to you know so you don't get bored. But it was it remind me kind of like a sub- suburban city like Phoenix or Scottsdale or something like that. 
Um, it wasn't, you know, too flashy or anything. It wasn't like Kiev, um, but it was fun just to kind of hang out for a couple of weeks and just relax. Um, lots of parks, lots of uh, restaurants, some cool malls, probably one, or not the coolest mall, but a very cool mall called um, uh, Nick, Nikolai, I think it is. Or Nick, uh, I can't remember the exact name of it, but um, I'll put it in the show notes here. But it's like a new mall that just opened up a couple months ago, actually, and it's, it's a very, very nice mall. Um, so did all that stuff, went to the sites, had a cool tour guide who took me around. Um, her name was Olga. Um, if you're in, you, if you're in Kharkiv and you want to, um, you want a tour guide, um, I'll definitely put her link in the, um, in the show notes. Um, she, again, she knows, knew, know, she knows everything about Kharkiv and knew all the history and everything. And it was super cool, um, to, to hang out with her and be, be informed by her. Uh, but anyway, so I, I did all that on one of the two days, and then uh, uh, for the rest of the time, I was just kind of on my own, hanging out. Went on a couple of dates. Um, I'll talk about that um, later in these podcasts, but I'll just say for now, like I've always said, um, the, the number one rule in traveling as a single guy is go where you're different. And I've, I've said that from the beginning, and I say that now, and even and after being in Ukraine for a month. Um, I believe that more than ever. Um, just go where you look different than the local guys, period. Um, and I'll get into why that's the case anyway. But anyway, so yeah, went on a handful of dates um, over there. I'll talk a little bit later about, you know, what Ukrainian girls are like as far as like the difference between Kharkiv and Kiev. Um, and then so I did that for, like I said, two weeks. And then I took a flight to um, Odessa, Ukraine, which is in the south. And I wasn't planning on going to Odessa. Um, I wanted to go from Kharkiv to Belgrade, Serbia. But at towards the end of my, or as I was getting ready to leave, I kept hearing that it was kind of like a waste to go to Ukraine in the summer and not go down to the beach town or the, the yeah, the seaside beach town of Odessa because everybody in Ukraine goes down there to vacation and it's a great time. So anyway, so I took that advice. I got on a plane, flew down to uh, Odessa. I think it was like an hour and a half maybe, the flight. Um, there was a connection in Kiev, and I'll talk about that in a later podcast too, which was an interesting um, travel scenario. Um, but I'll get into that a little bit later. But anyway, so I got to Odessa. Odessa was interesting because it's, uh, it is, I'll just say that it's overhyped. Um, I wasn't completely impressed with Odessa. Um, I stayed in two different places. I stayed there for about a week. I stayed a couple days in the city center part of Odessa. Um, I forgot the main street, but I'll talk about that later in another podcast too, kind of where to stay in Odessa. Um, but I stayed like in the city center with all the busyness, um, people walking around everywhere. And then I stayed at the end down on the beach. I stayed at the, uh, uh, ocean beach club, uh, uh, resort or hotel. And so I stayed down there with a view of the sea for uh, three or four days. And so I did that. And like I said, that was kind of the, the, the point of that was to just kind of relax and to hang out. And, and I did that. And then I, I left from um, Odessa back to the States. Um, I flew from Odessa to Istanbul, Turkey. And then, um, which is interesting because I've been to Istanbul, Turkey probably six or seven times now. 
Um, it, it's funny how I go there. It's like I remember exactly what it's like and where the bathrooms are and where the stores are, where I can go get water and all that stuff. It's kind of and it's a huge, huge, huge um, airport, and it's kind of like the hub of traveling in that area of the world. Um, I think most flights go into Istanbul or they go to Frankfurt, Germany. And you go from there basically to where you need to go. But anyway, so I was in that airport again. Um, then I flew from that airport from Istanbul to New York, which was about a 12-hour flight. Um, I don't know if I've talked about um, long-distance flying before, but I'm sure I have. But um, And I'll get into that a little bit later if I haven't, uh, another podcast if I haven't. But on those flights, you just you have to go to sleep for a couple of, you know, four or five hours and you watch a couple movies and you read a couple books and then hopefully you can talk to your seatmate. Um, that's how you kind of get through the 11 or 12 hours on um, uh, on a flight like that. And anyways, I, so I flew to New York and then New York, I flew to Phoenix. And so and I got back, I think, what was that? I can't remember exactly what date it was. I think it was the 28th of July. So it was like a complete month over in Ukraine. Um, glad I went. So glad I went. COVID was a little interesting in the sense that um, you it wasn't, I mean, obviously you could travel, but it wasn't completely normal like 2019. Um, but it was worth it just to kind of get out. Now, I'm not sure I'm chomping at the bit to get on another plane and go back to Europe until COVID's a little bit better. But um, I'm glad I went to that trip right then. And again, my plans are next trip is going to be maybe in October, depending on, the, again, the travel requirements and COVID and all stuff. Um, I want to go down to Belgrade, Serbia, uh, finally get there um, and then do Croatia since I'll be in the neighborhood. And I love Croatia. And so um, and then maybe somewhere else in uh, Montenegro, somewhere else in that in that area. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of the overview of what I did in July of 2021. Um, I will be talking about the specifics of my trip um, and how that can help you, especially if you're a single guy um, traveling over into Ukraine and the things that I learned. Um, and the things I learned that are different from this trip than I did back in 2018, I think that was, um, and kind of, you know, what that was like and in in all the things that I learned basically in Ukraine, I mean, I learned a lot. Um, it was it was very it was enlightening. Um, but anyway, so that's that. Um, hopefully, I'll be getting out some podcasts every week um, going forward because I have a bunch of things I want to say about my month over there in, in Ukraine, um, and I think that they will help you. Um, if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. Um, and uh, I will see you next Thursday. Thanks.